Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed you do. Lots going on, lots to get to. We'll have a pastor on at the bottom of the hour who was uh, who left China. He's from China and was being persecuted so badly because of his religion and his religious beliefs that he left. He says that there are still people being persecuted there. He says the Uyghurs are not only Muslim, he said there's a percentage of them that are also Christian, and nobody seems to care around the world. It's very, very strange. His story is coming up at the bottom of the hour. How about those gas stoves? Going to get rid of gas stoves or not? I mean, that, that's that been bandied about for a while. And if you remember, at first, the Biden administration said, nobody's going after gas stoves. It's crazy. And then it turns out the National Health and Safety, whatever the hell it is, they actually did. There's a video that says, yeah, we're looking to get rid of gas stoves. Then they say, ah, we're not looking to get rid of gas stoves. Come on, what are you talking about? And then Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary, came out and said, yes, we're looking to get rid of, get, get rid of gas stoves. There's an update to that story. There was legislation that went through the House of Representatives, and you're going to be surprised by what the answer was, even from a bunch of Democrats on a Thursday. Feeling all right. Uh huh. Right, Carrie? Oh, yeah. Wow. You're really out of practice. Uh, Polo's in the house getting it done. Sam making it happen. Mel just called. He wants to know what your problem is. I'm just trying to listen to the song. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Mel. Mel's mad at you. That would be hilarious if you really were. I'm trying to Mel to do like a look like call you. You would freak out. Oh, I would. I totally would. Has been a week. Let's go. Mark, Don, and Mel. Grand Funk Railroad making it happen. No, Mark and Don. Too late. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Glad to have you. Now, I'm not. I'm not making it up. Carrie, am I making it up that there was? Uh, okay, we're going to get rid of. Going to get rid of the the uh, the gas stoves. Mm-hmm. Then we aren't going to get rid of them. Nobody ever suggested we're going to get rid of them. And then we saw Biden's like Consumer Protection Agency, whatever it was, that actually there's a video out there that says yes, we're trying to get rid of gas stoves. And then Jennifer Granholm said we're not getting rid of gas stoves, just the oval ones. Yes, because if you're true. rich and can afford an oval one. Then you're the bad guy. I mean, all this is all true, right? I mean, I'm it not is. making any of this yep. up. No, we've talked about it all. The House of Representatives, like like me, did not believe the BS and decided let's do something about it. And I, I don't know about you, but I was kind of surprised that, that this many Democrats were on board. What, what do you have? It was from this is from the Independent Journal Review. Bipartisanship flared in the House on Wednesday in an effort to snuff out the Biden administration's war to effectively ban gas stoves. The House voted 251 to 181 in favor of the amendment from Republican Representative Gary Palmer of Alabama that would prohibit the Secretary of Energy from implementing its proposed rule regarding gas stoves or any other rule that would limit consumer access to gas stoves. It hit that total, 29 Democrats voted along with 222 Republicans. In the Biden era, Consumer Product Safety Commission at one time wanted to ban the stoves. But after that concept was shelved, a proposed Department of Energy regulation called for new energy efficiency standards that amounted to a de facto ban by setting standards few existing stoves can meet, according to Fox News. 
Palmer, head of the House Republican Policy Committee, said Democrats who did not support his bill are making life harder for average Americans. Despite all their words to the contrary, House Democrats are supportive of federal bureaucrats' attempts to ban gas stoves by voting against my amendment to prevent the Department of Energy from implementing its anti-natural gas agenda. They have shown themselves to be complicit, Palmer said. 29 Democrats, huh? That's right. I mean, that's a lot of Democrats who were wise enough to say, yeah, I'm a Democrat, but I'm from an area of the country where people love their gas stoves, and I would be stupid to not support them in keeping their gas stove. I mean, come on, dude. This is, again, $200 billion to Ukraine. The economy is screwed. The supply chain, which is supply chain. The supply chain is on people's minds. We've got food businesses and plants that are just blowing up for no reason. We've got a very low standing in the world now where we used to be the strongest on the planet, and they're talking about gas stoves. I just just want you to understand how stupid this all is. And all of that, well, Kerry, we've got a a, a so-called commander-in-chief who's out there just making stuff up. Now, correct me if I get any of this wrong. Okay. Since he's been in office, Joe Biden has said he grew up in the black church. Yes. He would go to mass, but then 7 o'clock or 9 o'clock in the morning, for some reason, every day of the week, he'd go to the black church. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Biden said he basically grew up Puerto Rican yep. on the Puerto Rican side of, of Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there's a Puerto Rican side of Delaware or not. Joe Biden's also the guy who said he was actually out there on the forefront trying to get the civil rights movement happening, which, of course, he wasn't involved at all in the civil rights movement. He lied about even marching in some of these, some of these parades, uh, some of these protests. And then... He said something to the effect of, you know, being Irish, but he married the Italian lady and, uh, and Rocco's daughter or something. The guy, he's every man. He, he is somebody who worked on the plant. He worked on the farm. He's everybody. Did you hear what he used today? No, I did not hear that. You didn't hear what he used today? No. He was talking to a bunch of Greek people at the White House. Okay. They're a big part of the reason my Greek-American constituents in Delaware uh, sometimes refer to me as as. The man sitting behind you, Father, who helped me my very first campaign, directly behind you, was I, the nickname I got early on when I won by 3,200 votes in the, for the Senate seat when I was 29 years old. It was because I started calling me Joe Bidenopolis because, oh, you think I'm kidding. I'm not, I'm not joking, am I? I'm not joking because of the overwhelming support from the Greek-American community. Kerry, he's Joe Bidenopolis, it turns out. Okay, that's another first. I had not heard that. <laughs> He's Joe Bidenopoulos. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. He's Just making kidding. sure I understand. Making sure I understand. And he's not kidding. Mm-mm. It's not a joke. Mm-mm. I find that when he's not kidding and it's not a joke, it normally isn't true. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to argue. Uh, um. First of all, I don't think you took a... What was the, what was the gang member's name? Oh. oh what uh, was the guy's name? Oh, my gosh. Corn Pop. Polo yes, comes through with a Corn yes, Pop. Yes, yes. He took out Corn Pop, who was a bad dude. All the little black kids used to love playing with his, his blonde hair on his legs. Mm-hmm. He grew up in the black church. He got arrested with Mandela walking through South Africa. None of this is true. No, he just keeps saying it. He, he's also a guy who, who's a full-time professor. So is his wife. Neither one is a full-time professor. In fact, Joe Biden didn't teach one class and got a million dollars to be called an honorary professor or something. And now, 
it turns out, and I, I didn't know because I thought he, I definitely, listen, I believe the, the Puerto Rican thing. You do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, absolutely. You kidding okay. me? Okay. Okay. The Puerto Rican community loved him there. But it turns out, and I did not know this, he's actually Greek. They're a big part of the reason my Greek-American constituents in Delaware uh, sometimes refer to me as, as the man sitting behind you, Father, who helped me my very first campaign directly behind you was I, the nickname I got early on when I won by 3,200 votes and for the Senate seat when I was 29 years old is because I started calling me Joe Bidenopoulos because, oh, you think I'm kidding. I'm not, I'm not joking, am I? I'm not joking because of the overwhelming support from the Greek-American community. I'm willing to bet nobody ever called him Joe Bidenopoulos in his entire <laughs> life. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm betting that's just not true. But then, now, you heard that, uh, that the Pope is not feeling well. And that mm-hmm. prayers are being asked to, for the pro for the Pope. That makes sense. And you figure Joe Biden is a great Catholic who loves abortion for some reason. Joe Biden would probably mention the Pope and let's pray for the Pope. But no, he had to make it about himself somehow. The Pope is ill now, so say an extra prayer for him. But he still wonders why, as a Roman Catholic, I bless myself this way. <laughs> you know, I've been I've been hanging around. It's all your fault. Dude. I uh, <laughs> y'all think I'm kidding? Not. Yeah, he's definitely lying if he says, y'all think I'm kidding. So um, instead of saying, let's pray for the Pope, which would be appropriate, I think. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. He goes in front. And those watching on camera, he, you know, normally a Catholic would bless themselves, Father, Son, Holy Spirit to the left, and, uh, and they're just right to boom, 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 boom. Nope. He goes the other way, and I guess Greeks go the other way. So while he's saying, say a prayer for the Pope, he wanted to make a joke about still, he's Joe Bidenopolis. He's Greek. Hey, I looked that up, and I found this. This is from Politico in August of 2012, okay? Okay. From Ohio. The vice president strode into a local restaurant here with a message for Greek Americans enjoying their lunch. Quote, I'm Joe Bidenopoulos. Ask George, he told some men gathered around a table at the Mocha House. It wasn't clear who George was, maybe someone at the table, but it was clear the vice president was talking about himself when he said something about the most Greek Irishman he's ever known. The vice president also got a snack at the restaurant, a Greek dinner in downtown Warren. Also, can I get some rice pudding to go? So Joe Biden had a euro once in his life, and now he's Joe Bidenopoulos. And and he can't he can't produce the person who called it. It's like it's like the conductor stopped the train one day and said, Hey Joe, that's crazy. We counted all the miles you've gone on our trains, and it's been a million. Like anybody ever did that. And it turns out the conductor retired 10 years before this allegedly happened. Mm. Mm. That could be a problem. You know, I, I like to go to that, um, and I'll say the name of it, and those of you listening in South Florida might, might know this place. I like to go to Chris's Taverna, where they've got the Greek food, and I'll get a Euro salad, extra meat. And I don't know, maybe I'm not Italian anymore. Maybe I'm Greek. You know, I like those sandwiches. Maybe I'm Carrie Lockyopolis. <laughs> Carrie Lockyopolis. <laughs> That doesn't have a good ring to it, actually, but, you know. Can you imagine if I added Annopolis to my name? Joe Pagarulopolis? Come on, dude. Now we're talking. Okay. All right. Yes, exactly right. And I got the nickname while going to the black church. So the whole thing just, it boggles my mind. But this is a guy that doesn't have any real memories other than what he's made up in his own head. The things that he says just aren't true. And then he says something stupid like, not kidding, man, not a joke. Ask him. Ask this one. Ask that one. And the person's not going to say, no, he's lying. Well, who's George? Just like that, in that, in that story that read, ask George. Who's George? We don't know Freaking who George, George is. Well, you don't know George? What are you, what's the matter with you? 
Okay. Carrie Lacalopoulos. I, I think it's pretty good. It is uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Go to JoePags.com, click on watch if you'd like to see us do the show. Bottom of the hour, it's going to be um, a, a pastor who is, who's been persecuted, left China, was lucky to get out, talks about what's actually happening in China. You're not going to want to miss that at all. Keep it here. Joe Pags coming back. This is the Joe Pags Show. Pleasure to have you. Make sure you stick around for Pastor Bob Fu at the bottom of the hour. He's from China, escaped China with his family. He's a Christian man, and you can't be Christian in China. Well, I guess you can be, but you've got to say that Mao and Xi are above Jesus. That's the way, that's the way he describes it. You've got, to, you've got to listen to this interview, and uh, or you can watch it. Just go to JoePags.com, click on Watch Now, because uh, what he describes is even worse than we thought, and all the Uyghurs aren't Muslim. There are Uyghurs that are also Christian. It's all very interesting. Make sure you stick around for that. Meantime, got to remind you that uh, the media says indictments are looming against former President Trump. In fact, we reported earlier tonight that he has been indicted. We just don't know on what yet. And it's happening in New York. It's happening in Georgia. happening in Washington. Trump calls it a political witch hunt because it is. And Alan Dershowitz agrees with him. The famed liberal Harvard professor is speaking out against the targeting of Trump in his new book, Get Trump. All this week, Rob Schmidt is on Newsmax talking to Dershowitz about the weaponization of our justice system. Rob Schmidt is exposing the shocking abuse of power. You need to watch Rob and Alan Dershowitz tonight. Not about Trump. This is about you, and it's about your freedoms and the freedoms that we all thought we could enjoy. Watch Rob Schmidt tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you do that. It's the hottest show on cable news. Find Newsmax on major cable systems and streaming ones like Roku, Samsung, Vizio, Pluto, Zumo and much more. Don't forget to download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone. You can watch it anytime, anywhere. I watch Newsmax all the time. You should too. And tell your friends and family to tune in as well. Get to Newsmax and get this book by, uh, by Ellen Dershowitz today. Some more sound bites I want to get to. We don't have a whole lot of time. But Corrine Jean-Pierre was, uh, was up there on, on stage. And I want to play this one because it really bothers me. Now, we know that there was a, a somebody says that she was in the trans community that killed six innocent people in Nashville the other day. It was a 28-year-old woman who wanted to go by he, him, but it was clearly just a woman. Those of you who think that I'm misgendering the person can kiss my ass, was a biological XX. This is a woman who did this, wanted to be called he, him. We don't see the manifesto yet, yet we're told that it should be released soon. So somebody was asked, uh, somebody asked in the gallery, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the press secretary for the president, about the day of trans visibility, which is like tomorrow or the next day. And by the way, they actually called it, uh, they've changed the name to the day of trans vengeance, which nobody seemed to want to say today to Green Jean-Pierre. So asking about trans visibility and this idiot reporter, I'm not going to play his question, but the idiot reporter is talking about gender affirming care, things like that, which don't exist, and about children who are trans. And on the heels of a trans, so-called trans person who just committed six murders in Nashville, this is the response from the press secretary. And one of the things that we saw during the midterm elections is that people don't want their freedoms to be taken. They want us to fight for their freedoms. And so it is shameful, it is disturbing, 
and uh, our hearts go out to uh, the, those the trans community as they are under attack right now. But I'm sorry, what? Our hearts go out to the trans community as they're under attack right now. Three days removed from somebody claiming to be in the trans community killing six innocent people. Really? You're kidding me, right? She really just said that. And this is from today. This isn't like from three months ago, and I'm taking it out of context. The question was about trans uh, awareness and visibility and trans kids and gender um, affirming care and all this crap. And instead of saying, you know, we just had a situation in Nashville that we're still trying to figure out what happened. I support them having their day of visibility, but I'm not going to comment any further about trans people and, and, and identifying this and affirming care because we want to be very careful right now. There's a, there's a debate happening in America, and I don't want to do anything that would sully the memories of those who were just killed a few days ago. That would have been appropriate, but instead she says what you just heard. And one of the things that we saw during the midterm elections is that people don't want their freedoms to be taken. They want us to fight for their freedoms. And so it is shameful. It is disturbing. And uh, our hearts go out to uh, the, those, the trans community as they are under attack right now. But She's a disgusting human being. Just is. Uh, no, no ifs, ands, or buts. She's a disgusting human being. It's not okay. That, that, that was her response a couple of days after a trans person killed a bunch of people. That's not okay. And when people do things that aren't okay, I am very happy to call them out. Oh, by the way, she's asked about the border again. He just lies about it. I guess it's Trump's fault. As the president is using the tools that have been presented to him that he's able to use from the executive level without the help of Congress, Republicans in Congress who have gotten in the way and have not helped at all to deal with this issue. Uh, the program that he's put forth, we see them working. The data shows that. Nothing he's done on the border is working. That's a lie. It's not working. And she said he's doing all he can from the executive. It's not true. It's not true because President Trump was in the executive when he made sure policy worked at the border. All you have to do is go back to what Trump was doing at the border and you fix the border. It's that simple. But again, she thinks that we'll just believe it because she said it. And then something about drilling. Are we going to go and drill? There's a bill going through Congress right now. Will the president sign this bill uh, about drilling? I I think this is a very, very good question. Yeah, thanks, Green. Uh, so HR one uh, passed the House earlier today, and the House Speaker said it would open up uh, permits for drilling and lower energy prices, and it was bipartisan. So if it's bipartisan, why wouldn't the president sign it if it hits his desk? Look, I, I talked about this earlier uh, in the week about specifically about our thoughts about HR one. I don't have anything else uh, beyond that to, to share. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what what I stated I think two days ago stands. Just don't have anything else to share. We talked about this. Again, Queen John Pierre thinks that she's the president. She's not. But this is a bill, H.R. 1, that will open up more drilling, lower energy prices for Americans, and um, it's passed, bipartisan. So Democrats joined Republicans in saying, yes, let's do this. If it passes the Senate, which it might, and gets to Joe Biden's desk, why wouldn't he sign it? It's what the American people's representatives say that they want. And her answer is, look, I've addressed this earlier this week and nothing's changed and what we say and what we do. You're not we. Talk about the president. Nobody cares what you think. At home, they care what you think. Your mom and dad care what you think. Your friends in that group care what you think. We don't. You're only there to speak for the president. Stop saying we or I or whatever. And when somebody asks you a question that would save Americans money, maybe answer it, which didn't happen. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com, Bob Fu. when we come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.